0: Hello, and welcome to the Technically Speaking podcast. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Shafali.
1: And I'm Sachin.
0: Alright, and so uh, welcome to our first podcast of oh, 2019. Yeah. Alright. We started this podcast in March of 2018.
1: No, we started last January.
0: Did we start last January? Yeah. All right, it's been a year. Yeah. Thank you for our devoted listeners who've been with us for the long ride. We appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with by us. So uh, this episode is coming fresh off of CES 2019. So... Um, Sijin, our co one of our co-hosts, he went to CES this year, and I think it was your first time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should we're gonna talk about CES in this episode. We're gonna talk about some of the new stuff that's been happening this January. So I think let's start with CES. What was your like highs and lows? Like, what was your experience like?
1: Um, like, CES looked very interesting. Like, mm. like yeah, there was some exciting stuff, but like nothing like was like super like oh my gosh like super amazing like nothing like. It was just kind of like, yeah, that, like, oh, that, oh, that's cool. That's that's cool, but, like...
0: Nothing, like, stood out to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, like, big thing this year was, like, 8K TVs and whatnot. Yeah, I noticed that that was a theme. Yeah, like, Samsung, LG, and then TCL had ones, which we'll get to later.
0: Yeah, I was watching the whole thing by Twitter, and mm-hmm. so, um... It was a pretty cool experience. You can kind of get a gist of what people were talking about. Yeah. A lot of videos, a lot of pictures, yeah. a lot of stuff online. Whereas if you weren't there, you still kind of felt like you were there. Mm. Um, yeah. So what was like, the high and what was the low for you?
1: Um. Well, I guess a, like, a lot of it was like I got to see some of the stuff in person, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got to see Samsung's QLED 8K TVs in person. I got to see their uh, wall. Um tv and whatnot like i met a bunch of people whether it be just like pr people and whatnot like actually meeting them in person and whatnot a lot of people like that are in like the you know that are like other tech writers i got to meet and whatnot so it was cool
0: that's really cool yeah and like what was a meh moment for you
1: um i don't know like the whole thing was good so
0: yeah yeah was it like overwhelming or you kind of missed that you didn't get to hit all the points that you wanted to
1: um not really like i was only on the sh- actual show floor for like one day mm-hmm. but i think i covered most of it but it's like also like everything's it's super crowded so like it's h- hard to get from well not super hard to get from like one booth to another but like um um
0: there's just a lot to see really yeah yeah it's hard to get it all in yeah i find that's Mm. But I think... Okay. Um, Well, for me, even though I wasn't there, so, like, high and low for me, um, one thing I thought was really cool was the bread machine. Mm. Um, It was called
1: BreadBot? I think so. Yeah, BreadBot.
0: Uh, It looked really cool. And, like, for me, I love when food is, like, freshly made. Mm. And so the idea of putting that into a grocery store and kind of, like, asking for, like, putting in, like, your... I guess, I think you put a request in for the bread, um, and it gets made, like periodically throughout the day. Is that how it
1: works? Or is it more of, like, that's gonna be for... Yeah, it's gonna be for grocery stores, but, like, um... That'll help the employees when they're making bread instead of having like a huge oven and whatnot.
0: Maybe I actually didn't, I didn't get to see it in person, but that's one thing that I saw a lot about. Mm. Um, that was like a high for me. That yeah. was like I t- I remember I tweeted at you. I said, "Bring me back some bread." Who <laughs> loves <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> mm. like everyone loves fresh bread. Mm. Um, and I think for a low for me, I was not really impressed with um, CES and their. Um, Award, like innovation awards. Mm. So around a company that was called Laura Di Carlo, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Mm. And so basically this company was started by Laura Haddock. And she's the founder and CEO of this company, and they um, call themselves a premium sex tech brand. Basically, they're very innovative. They even worked with like a university and developed all this like machine learning. And so they were awarded a CES 2019 Innovation Award um, for their product, and then it was quickly taken away from them. And so so the CES, what is the organization called, CTA?
1: Yeah, CTA. So
0: CEA took it away, and they didn't really give that much reasoning, and then they gave a statement afterwards, and they said, oh, well, we're not a fan of this. This is not, like, what we stand for, all that stuff. Like, that's one thing to, like, not agree with the use of the product, but to give it the award and take it away... Uh, I was not, like, that's not cool. Like, they get so many submissions. You're supposed to comb through everything. And the worst part is uh, this company is, like, it's female-led, and the whole team of engineers, majority of them are females. They're female engineers, Mm femur, like, all these female people in tech. Mm -hmm. And they've worked so passionately about this, and they found that it was kind of more a CES gender bias, especially because in past years, CES has let kind of, like, um or like kind of sex robots that were geared towards male focused in the past and yet you're going to um block one that's female focused like the whole point is that we should have more females we should have more diversity we should have all of this so i remember there was a little bit of like a tweeting going on and i tweeted at ces and i was like that that's not cool man so i really hope that they see all of the traction that's coming on twitter all the people are talking about it statements news articles all this i think even wired talked about it a couple of publications talked about it so i really hope they take a good hard look at themselves and kind of like i think you should include more of this i think you should really incorporate more diversity incorporate more female um companies that kind of thing so that was a down like a low for me so Mm. i really hope it improves in the future yeah but i think overall. I think I'm alright. That's yeah. what you can do. Not much you can do from that point. As long as you use your voice, that's really all you can do. Yeah. So, um, off on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think let's list a couple of things that you um, saw at CES. Some of your favorite things. We can go into specifics. Mm.
1: So, or, what do you want to start with? Um, first, I want to talk about like some of the stuff that Samsung announced.
0: Ooh, I love Samsung. Yeah. yeah.
1: So they announced like their QLED 8K TV line.
0: Oh my god! So
1: like this for their 2019, as part of the 2019 TV lineup, um, they range in sizes from 65 inches all the way up to 98 inches. Mm-hmm. Um, they're powered. They have the have Samsung's Quantum processor AK chip, which will help deliver stunning picture quality and like use AI-based technology to upscale like 1080p and 4K. Uh, video up to 8k because like yeah 8k tvs are here but like there's not much 8k content
0: that is true yeah It's kind of opens up the door for that
1: it's still running samsung's tyson os um, you still have bixby and whatnot and then you can also use your amazon echo or google home to control your uh qled 8k tv and also samsung is going to be the one of the first companies to bring itunes movies and tv to, like, to their platform.
0: Oh my god! I heard about this. Yeah. That was like the most talked about thing yeah. at CES. I found, and like Apple wasn't even there. Yeah. Yet they still made themselves like known that yeah. they were there.
1: Yeah. So you'll be able to watch all your like purchase content and rent stuff and whatnot. There's also AirPlay Two support coming to Samsung TVs. Mm-hmm. So all their all Samsung's 2019 TVs, including the their AK and then their new. The new AirPlay 2 support. That should so be exciting. Those coming in the spring. They're 865 inch. Mm-hmm. And then the 85 inch is around 15000 US. It's worth it right now? Probably not.
0: At this point, I don't think so. No.
1: Unless you want the like, latest and greatest, but no, you could get a decent 4K TV for under two.
0: To be honest, I think my own naked eyes probably couldn't tell the difference between a 4K and an 8K if yeah. you put them side by side yeah. for me.
1: Um, I mean, you could tell the difference between like 1080p and 4K, but like, yeah. 4K and 8K is going to be hard. Yeah. To Based, sell to bottom people. line,
0: I mean, if you bought a TV recently in the last like one or two years, it's probably not worth the upgrade just yet.
1: Yeah. The, the, the average TV can last like five, seven years.
0: Yeah. 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 I think so. Yeah. That's exciting.
1: Um, another thing Samsung announced was called the space monitors. Uh huh. Basically, um, they have like a sleek design and then they're made for like, you know, of making room on your desk and whatnot they basically latch onto this onto your desk using like a clamp and then you can bring them like closer or farther away from you like all the way on the kind of edge so you get like can do all sorts of stuff so if you want to see something up close you just bring the thing closer to you
0: like a minimalist look yeah very functional and logistical i quite like that yeah
1: and then you can put it at different angles like you want to like straight up or you want it more downwards you can do that So, there's two models, a 27-inch QHD high-performance model, which is aimed at gamers. Mm -hmm. Another model is a 32-inch 4K model. Um, They'll be coming in like February, March. um, The 27-inch is uh, 400 US, and they will be coming to Canada. As well as the Samsung uh, 8K TVs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um Oh
0: yeah, I saw some of that. Yeah.
1: One of them was the Lenovo smart clock. Basically, if you've seen the Lenovo Smart Display, which is like like a smart display has it's it's a Google home with a screen. I really like that one. Yeah. Um basically it's a miniature version of that. It's similar to it's basically Lenovo Google's answer to the Amazon Echo Spot.
0: Yeah, it's so cute.
1: Yeah, so it has a four inch screen. Um 1.5 into 3 watt speaker with two passive radiators, um, volume buttons, USB A port on the back, uh, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth 5.0, um, and just like other smart displays, you can ask like Google whatever questions you want. You can control your smart lights and whatnot. And it's coming in the spring for around 80 US. Mm-hmm. No word it's, if it's coming to Canada.
0: But is the other Lenovo one available in Canada?
1: The 8-inch model is, but the 10-inch isn't, which is weird.
0: That's a weird. So you got 10-inch and 8-inch and now 4-inch coming. Yeah. But, um, only the 8-inch is in Canada. One is available in Canada. That's a little weird. Yeah. Uh, so maybe
1: the 10-inch will come, and maybe... I think this will come, too. I would think so. It just depends on maybe later in the year.
0: How is the price point compared to each other out of those three?
1: Um...
0: Like, we see, you said um, the small one, the 4-inch one.
1: Yeah, $80 US. Mm-hmm. The 8-inch model is around, I think it's normally like 200 US.
0: Oh, that's a big jump. Okay. And
1: then the 10-inch is 250 US, but usually you can get them on sale. Yeah. But in Canada, the 8-inch uh, model is around 229 Canadian. Hmm.
0: Interesting, because yeah. like I feel like the only difference between them is just the size of the screen, not like an added feature or anything. I only like having a um, smart device with a screen. I really like having it in the kitchen, mm. mainly that at night with like the light. Mm. Um, but it's really helpful when you are kind of working on recipes or you need to watch something. It
1: was the Lenovo Smart Tabs, which is they're Android tablets, but they also come with a dock which basically turns it into an Amazon Echo Show.
0: Yes, I remember that one. Yeah. It's kind of like a charging station for it, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: Which add like add speaker and whatnot. So there's two models of the smart Lenovo Smart Tab, the M10 and the P10. Mm-hmm. Both have a 10 inch display, mm-hmm. dual front facing speakers, and Dolby Atmos sound, USB C port, and powered by the uh, Snapdragon 450 processor. Um, the M10 comes with three gigs of RAM, th- 32 gigs of storage plus micro SD. And a 4850 milliamp hour battery. The P10 has 4 gigs of RAM, 64 gigs of storage, micro SD battery, and it has a more premium sign with like metal and glass. Mm-hmm. While the M10 is more plasticky and whatnot. Um, and then the cameras are different in the spring, no pricing has been announced, but they are coming to the US at the end of January. The M10 is 200 US, and the P10 Smart tab is two ninety nine US.
0: Interesting how Lenovo is kind of—they've got the Alexa and they've got the Google Assistant.
1: Yeah. It's
0: like, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. It works.
1: Another thing they Lenovo announced was the Lenovo Yoga A nine forty, which is an all in one PC. Basically, if you've seen the uh, Microsoft Surface Studio, is basically Lenovo's answer to that.
0: Oh. So like. Is it like roughly the same size?
1: Yeah. And it's much cheaper, too, because the Surface Studio can be expensive. Well, So the Yoga A940 has a 27-inch rotating display. Blue Vision, built-in speaker with Dolby Atmos. There's a wireless charger and a stylus. 7 AMD Radeon RX 560 um, GPU, up to 32 gigs of RAM, 2 terabyte hard drive. And a 512 gig SSD, and then it comes with something called the Precision Dial, which is like the Surface Dial one. Ah, one. all right. And the Yoga A940 starts at uh, around 2300
0: US. Well, I like that they included the stylus pen because almost all the other ones don't include stylus, you have to buy it on its own.
1: Yeah, um,
0: did you get a hands on with that one? Try yeah, it on? a little
1: bit. Um, it was very like. Like, it looked very nice. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited to check that out. Um, some of the other stuff. So, Dell, they did a refresh of their uh, award-winning XPS 13. The XPS 13 is one of, the, like, their kind of best-selling laptops. Mm-hmm. Um, so, still made from, like, premium materials, has an improved uh, Infinity Edge display. Um, and uh, uh, Basil or like they managed to because on the last year's model, they had to put the webcam below the screen, but now they were able to put it like on the top again, so then, um, <laughs> it's much better when you're doing like Skype calls gl- and whatnot. I'm
0: glad it was so unflattering, yeah, and it was below. It's like giving everyone double chin.
1: Mm. <laughs> So count like you can do option with like int, up to Intel Core I seven with up to sixteen gigs of RAM. Um there's a four K touch option, um up to two terabyte SSD and whatnot. Um, and it comes with platinum silver, rose gold, or frost colors. Um and it will start at twelve.
0: 12- yeah. That's exciting.
1: Yeah, and then on the Alienware side, they announced something called the Area 51M, which <laughs> is like a, like a huge mod- It's like a de- desktop replacement. Um, it uses the company's legend industrial design language. Um, so like all kind of like metal design and like um, different kind of um, exterior design and whatnot. You can get it with up to a uh, 9th gen Intel Core, I- I7 proce- uh, Core i9 i processor and up to 64 gigs of RAM. Um, you can get it with the NVIDIA RTX 2060, RTX 2070, and RTX 2080. The cool thing about this computer is later on you'll be able to upgrade both the graphics card and the CPU. And you
0: Because like, you're investing so much money into yeah. this.
1: Because it starts at like 2,500 U.S. Yeah. Which would probably be like around 20,000 Canadian. Um, and that's coming end of the month. Um, The whole thing weighs like eight and a half pounds. Oh my gosh. And it requires two power supplies. <laughs> but like uh, the guy told me at um, Alienware, he, what he said was basically you could take just, you know, it just needs one when you're on the go and whatnot. not. But you're only going to get like a couple hours of battery life. That's a, at least take one of the power adapters with you and then um because all those processors and all the graphics card use a lot of power that's why it needs two so then you can you can have it plugged into both when you're at home but then when you're go on the go take one with you or not. Mm-hmm. yeah but it's a gaming machine so I
0: guess yeah I don't game as much so like yeah
1: I, yeah yeah they also or Alienware they updated their M15 laptop which is their thinnest Gaming laptop, um, it will, uh, You can get up to 17 hours of battery life. 8th um, gen Intel Core processors all the way up to the i9. Up to 32 gigs of RAM, and then you can get it with the GTX 1080, RTX 2060, RTX 2070 Max-Q, and RTX 2080 Max-Q. Um, a whole bunch of different storage options. Um, that starts at seventeen ninety nine Canadian. Um Canadian available end of the month they also introduced uh, M17 which is like the M15 but with a 17 inch screen and same kind of specs but it uh, starts at 23 99 Canadian so yeah yeah anything else you wanted to uh, talk about
0: um, I think that's it for CES.
1: Wasn't, wasn't there a couple of other stuff? Um...
0: What can I think of? I heard about that, um, very cute little robot. Which robot? The little, like, robot that was going on. It had a little face and a little personality. Mm, yeah. That was really cute. There was also the wall. Was that mm. a Samsung one? Or?
1: Yeah, the Samsung wall. So basically, um, using their micro-LED technology. Mm-hmm. And it's very, um, modular. So basically... Like, you'll be able to buy this, but, like, you, you'll probably need to, like, have a, like, uh, um, a lot of, like, a lot of XK or 8K resolution and, like, whatever aspect ratio you want. Um Don't know exact pricing, but, like, the the wall is available to, like, customers in Canada if they want to buy it.
0: It's a really cool idea. Yeah. I saw, like, the videos of the demonstration. Yeah. It looked really cool.
1: Yeah. Because, like, was it last year or something? Samsung actually built a, a mm-hmm. theater that uses their, like, wall display technology. Mm. Like a theater in South Korea. I think they built one in the U.S. as well, California. Yeah. Um, yeah, wasn't there some Anchor products?
0: Oh, yeah. There was.
1: Yeah, one of them was a Rove Bolt, which basically is a little car accessory you plug into your car cigarette
0: lighter you need hands-free stuff Mm. especially with driving like I don't know if all of our listeners if anyone's from um, like Ontario the laws have been very strict lately Mm. Um, any kind of distracted driving not even the stuff but I don't know I'm not like I'm not I don't know all of it but basically distracted driving is taken been taken very seriously lately and so anything to do that can help with that That sounds great.
1: Yeah, so it has noise cancellation for clear voice commands and whatnot. It has two USB ports on the bottom so you can charge your device. Um, You can use it for hands-free calling and messaging. You can ask Google whatever kind of questions you want, whether it be directions or reminders. And it's going to go for uh, 50 US.
0: Nice. Alright.
1: so not too bad.
0: curious to see how that works. Yeah. Like how it works in the field.
1: Yeah. Um, was there anything else we wanted to speak of, Or I guess, let's move on, look away from CES. I think yeah. think covered most of it. I think
0: our, our listeners are a little tired about hearing about CES. Mm. <laughs> let's uh, talk about what's happened recently afterwards. Mm. Um, just this January alone, there's been a lot Um pop culture stuff. There's been movie announcements. There's been product announcements. Mm. Uh, what do you want to start with?
1: Let's, see. Uh, let's start with the Nike shoes. Yeah. So Nike announced their Adapt BB Shoes, which is basically the successor to their HyperAdapt 1.0 shoes from 2016. Basically, they're self-lacing shoes, but they're self-lacing basketball
0: shoes. That's what the BB stands for in yeah. the Nike shoes.
1: Yeah, so it's using their power la- advanced power lacing system. Um, uses a custom motor and gear train to like sense tension. Um, that is needed by the foot and it will automatically adjust accordingly to to make sure your foot's snug.
0: It's a really interesting concept. Um, I think I saw a few demonstration videos. Um, one thing I'm a little curious about is like, I get that you push the buttons on the side just to kind of adjust to your shoes, but does it stay to that, um, like tension as you go on or does it, like, does it smart adjust? When you're walking, let's say walking to exactly. running.
1: I think it would just because you also, like, you can connect to via a smartphone app. Yeah. You can have different presets. Like, oh, you want one for running, one for like you know, work, one for this type of stuff. Um, so there's like LED color, uh, LED lights on the side, and the app will let you change to fit in other settings for the shoes. Um, Nike will be bringing this the self laced technology too other types of shoes for different sports Mm -hmm. but just basketball is the um the one to start with yeah so they're coming in february february i think 17th or 19th Mm -hmm. uh they'll be 450 canadian or 350 us they'll be from nike's website
0: and honestly they do look really good um like, from what I can see in the photos, mm. like, I still really like the original ones. Like, my favorite ones are the ones in the movie, Back to the Future. Mm. They look really cool. I like yeah, how, Mikey like...
1: Yeah, Megs, yeah. Yeah,
0: they're kind of like high tops in a way. Mm. Um, but these ones, like the blue and black, it does look pretty good. Yeah. So I'm curious to see how it'll look.
1: Yeah. And some other... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Google's going to buy $40 million worth of...
0: Upgrade a little bit, because they've been lagging a lot. Mm. Like, Google, um, in their fitness realm...
1: Not just fitness phone, but like Wear OS. Has been Wear like- OS,
0: that's what I meant. The, the they've been lacking in that Wear OS space. Yeah. And Fossil's been killing the game lately. Yeah. I think they've been doing a really good job, especially um like when you're when you compare it to say like the Apple Watch. Mm. Personally, I'm not a huge fan of the Apple Watch. Yeah, but they're selling <laughs> millions. Yeah, they could do. Yeah, it's just not for me. I'm just not gonna be one of those people who buy it. Mm. No, you fan. I really like how it's a round watch. Hmm. I like the round ones. I don't like the square Apple Watch. Sorry, getting off topic. <laughs> Continue on.
1: Yeah, so um the technology that Sam, that Google bought from Fossil um is all kind of unreleased stuff, it's under development and stuff that hasn't been released like there's nothing like in the market. So it'll be interesting what they are
0: Yeah, and to clarify, they're not actually like Buying fossil or kind of, they're just buying the tech from them.
1: Buying like IP related smartwatch, technology. yeah. Because like, uh, fossil will still like they'll still be around. It's not like they're gonna be part of Google. They're just gonna help them or whatnot. Because they're gonna send you know R and D team to Google to help work on. whatever. I think
0: it'll be a good kind of par- good partnership. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, it'll that's be some basically good stuff. what this is. Yeah.
1: Partnership.
0: There'll be some good stuff coming out there. I can't wait to try it.
1: Yeah. Um, Was there anything else you want to talk about?
0: Mm, Let me look at my list. Uh, Do you talk about TCL at all? You want to talk about the TV at all?
1: Uh, Yeah, that was back in the (laughs) CL.
0: Okay. Um, I think it's. Oh, Spider Man. Yeah. Let's talk about Spider-Man. The
1: new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer trailer, um, came out, and Mm -hmm. it looks really good. Like, Homecoming was good, and I think this this is going to be really good, too.
0: Yeah. The trailer, it looked pretty good. I liked the first one, and so when I was watching this, I was like, oh, it seems like realistically, it's a nice natural progression. He's, like, going on a field trip with his friends. I liked that the characters still kind of stayed true to him in the first one.
1: Well, same director and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. The same writers and whatnot. It's just
0: that you always get a little bit scared when they do, like, a sequel. It's not going to be as good as the first one. But lately, a lot of them have been quite good mm. in comparison. But you know what I mean. You know, if you yeah. get a little nervous. You're like, oh, is it going to be yeah. as good?
1: Yeah. So, like, this is going to be, like, one of, a, like, a trilogy, right? Oh, they're planning on doing three. Yeah, so Home Kong is first. Uh, Far From Home is the second. Then there's going to be a third one, which is probably going to be about Peter Parker's senior year. Hmm. All
0: right. Yeah. Tom Holland does a good job. Yeah. I quite like him. Yeah. As Spider-Man. Mm. I also really like Miles Morales. Mm. I just I really like the Spider-Man movies. Mm. Um especially the the ones as of late. Mm. Um have We talked about that one in the podcast. The Miles Morales one, the oh, Into the yeah. Spider-Verse.
1: Sp- yeah. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Um, that came out back in December. Though. Can we just talk about how much we appreciate yeah. it, and how much we love it? Yeah, like, it actually, like, it won a Golden Globe, it won the Critics' Choice Award. Oh,
0: I was uh, so excited!
1: Yeah, and then Oscar nominations are coming out, so I think it's gonna be nominated for Oscar. I remember. And hopefully it wins. Yeah,
0: you were at CES, yes. and then the Golden Globes happened, and as soon as it happened, I, like, texted you, like, the next day, I was like, it won! Yeah. And you were so excited. Mm. Oh.
1: Yeah, cause, like, it's a good movie, like, has, you know, positive message and whatnot. Um, Good
0: diversity.
1: Yeah. Like, Miles Morales is a great character. Mm -hmm. So, if you haven't seen it, go see it. Go see it in theaters, especially. Yes.
0: If you can see it in a theater, I don't know if there's some of them, they might still be keeping them in theaters because of all these nominations. Sometimes they tend to do that. I would highly recommend seeing it. Go see it with your family. Go see it, like, with your partner. It's really good. The Mm. animation's really good, the storyline's really good. It's just, it makes you so happy when you watch it. Yeah. And the music is really good, too. Mm. I quite like it. Yeah. Like, I've had Sunflower, like, on repeat mm, yeah. <laughs> for the last, like, couple weeks. Yeah. It's been really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I think that's all.
1: Yeah, I think that's to it. this episode. Yeah. Thank
0: you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Um, I hope you liked this little CES recap and mm. what we've been talking about. So, um, again, my name is Shafali. You can find me at what my handle is at shafali Bahali on Twitter and Instagram
1: mm-hmm. and I'm at uh, Sachin Behel, um on Instagram Twitter and whatnot you can easily find us there'll be links in the description and whatnot
0: oh also um, all the stuff we've been talking about I know it's kind of hard sometimes to visualize things in audio when we talk about um, Sachin has a really good video that he posted on his Instagram um, about a recap of what he saw at CES so definitely go take a look I thought it was quite good I liked it mm-hmm. a lot yeah
1: So I'll put that in the description too. Yeah. Check that out. Okay. So I think that's
0: it. So I think, um, as always, please remember to subscribe, leave us a comment, a rating. It really helps us out. Um, And we'll catch you in the next one. Okay. Bye. Bye.